0: We are presented by WinBet, betting is a team sport, but together at WinBet, Eric Allen here in Palm Beach, Florida at the NFL Annual League Meetings with ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. Great to see you. Thanks, uh, man. It feels you, good out here. Yeah, it really does, it huh? It feels great. Man, I'm getting burned today, but I can't complain. When <laughs> you we are left, right in the sun. When we left, Jersey was 30 degrees, so
1: it's good stuff. Yeah, we got a little snow uh, at my crib uh, Sunday night. Yes, yeah, so I left just in time. As somebody who covers the whole league
0: what do you think about this off season?
1: You know, it's funny. I was, I was talking to some, some people uh, in the hotel about that. Um, it, it's some one, one general manager called it like a transfer portal and in, coll- in college football. Wow. Like that's kind of how it's felt right now with all these trades, you know, these blockbuster deals happening. Um, you know, it's really just a byproduct of players who have strong markets who want a new contract. They want it faster. And teams realizing like, you know, the the days of just letting a guy play out a contract and being sort of untouchable on the trade market is over. Like, you know, they'll do a deal now. They'll just get the most capital they can and lose a player with a year or two left on his contract. That's just kind of how it is right now. So it's definitely a shift in thinking. Do you think it's resulted in a huge offseason?
0: Yeah. Do you think it's a seismic shift? Like you just said, like, hey, we've reached a point where this is going to be the new normal NFL transfer portal. <laughs> it might. It just, it was, yeah, I was, I was seeing this trend about a year ago. Cause it was like
1: the names you were hearing that were thrown out in trade rumors among teams or trade possibilities were like huge names, right? Maybe not like a Patrick Mahomes, but not far off. Right. right. Where before 10, 15 years ago, it was like certain guys are untouchable. Right. You had your six to eight core guys. We're not trading that guy. He's a great player, but now it's just different. Um, like you have younger GMs who, come in and are more willing to deal and they have friendships and relationships with other gms and it's just it's sort of just uh you know like teams feel differently about draft picks um in some ways they're more sacred than ever but in some ways they're not as sacred like teams like the rams are willing to part with them yeah. and i think that model has worked for for la and, and others you know they they see that and want to take
0: advantage of it too what surprised you the most you got Sean Watson, who we all anticipated was going to yeah. be traded. I think most people thought, hey, New Orleans, maybe Atlanta. You got Von Miller wins a ring with the Rams. He goes to Buffalo yeah. says, I want to win a, a championship there with the Bills. You got Russell Wilson, who yeah. I don't know people were shocked that he was traded, but he went to Denver. Devontae Adams going to – the list goes on and on. Tyreek Hill yeah. going to Miami. I would say, yeah,
1: I, I'm, I would say the two most shocking are – Watson to Cleveland, not necessarily that he was traded, uh, but the fact that I didn't, I just didn't see Cleveland. I knew they would look into it. You know, there was some frustration about Baker Mayfield, but the fact that he picked the Browns um, and it's the money that it is all guaranteed 230 over five is crazy. Um, so that, that was probably the most shocking. And then, uh, you know, Tyree kill, I, I thought they were going to get a deal done. I'd heard some rumors about the chiefs, maybe trading somebody, but I didn't think it was him. Yeah. You know, um, I thought they were pretty close on a deal and it just didn't work out. Uh, so that's perfect example, right? Chiefs figure, Hey, we can't pay this. Right. Um, or we could, but it would stretch our salary cap. Let's just, you know, reset and, get a bunch of draft picks, and get some new pieces around Mahomes.
0: homes. All right. So by now, it's old news that, hey, Tyreek Kelly he wanted to go back to Florida. Yeah. He's got connects back here. Income tax uh, being quite low, meaning yeah. there is no income tax. That helps in the equation. But when you heard the Jets being part of the equation in the mix there, what do you think? So that one was interesting. I think by the time
1: everything leaked, the Jets were sort of resigned to the fate that it wasn't going to work. Right. Um, it sounded like it was trending toward Miami at that point, and probably maybe, maybe the whole time, just cause it sounded like Tyreek wanted to be in Miami. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I got the sense that the jets were motivated to try to do that deal because, uh, maybe not like at huge draft capital, but they liked the idea of Hill going against man coverage against Miami and new England four times a year. Like that was, I mean, they play a lot of man and who beats man coverage better than a guy at that speed. So, uh, you know, I think they they really felt like that would add a new dimension to their offense in a big way. Uh, And Zach Wilson can throw the deep ball. And so it would have been a good marriage. I I, I think that's why they were involved. You know, Um, the fit was good
0: uh, from from an on-field standpoint. So Robert Sondland and company got to prepare playing against Hill and defending against him now. But uh, does that send a message throughout the league that, hey, listen, if it's out there, we will be aggressive i mean certainly there's a mold of player that they look for in free agency yeah. uh they wanted to find value but in terms of hill that would have been a monster splash
1: yeah for sure and you know maybe there was a way they could have put it over the top I, they're, you know it's it's good to see them in the mix on some of those things because i think like uh they've been pretty cautious i would say yeah um you know Which which I get. It's probably the right approach, right, at this, at this stage? I think so. Um, but, you know, it's time to strike a little bit, too. And they did. Yeah. I mean, they got some good pieces uh, in free agency, I thought, without overspending. I thought they did a good job of addressing some needs, you know. Um, it was interesting. I mean, without going with the receiver, but going with the two tight ends, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was telling on a couple fronts. One, I just think if you have two really uh, functional, you know, multidimensional tight ends in a micro-floor offense, like, that can do a lot. I I knew they were going to target tight end for sure. I just, I didn't know they were going to get two of them. Um, But also, I think like, not that they're not high on Corey Davis, but the Corey Davis experiment is okay, do you want to pay 13, 14 million a year for a guy who's not going to be like a bona fide number one? That's sort of what you weigh. So I think that's why they waited there saying, hey, we'll take a big swing on Tyreek Hill. Um, If it doesn't work out, plenty of guys in the draft, you know, it's they're just, the Jets are in an interesting spot because they, They're probably at a point where they need to be aggressive. They got to start winning. Yes, but uh, you know Joe Douglas believes in building through the draft, and they've been kind of cautious, at least with free agency. And so uh, you know it was, I think they got out of their comfort zone a little bit this this March and spent, you know, probably probably
0: spent to a sweet spot, didn't overdo it, and so that I think that's a good sign. Do you think if they don't make a move for a receiver here, you know, I know there's still a lot of names out there that people are talking about. yeah, 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 trade names. Do you think it's likely they go receiver four or ten? Because you do have the picks at the top of the second round. And I know people talk right. about the receiver class every year. Where hey, this right. is a talented receiver class. You can get somebody at the top. Of the I, I don't round.
1: necessarily think it's a slam dunk. They go with one of the top two picks at receiver. They might, but it just it depends on you know if, if the top two or three guys they just love. Then maybe yeah. Uh, so I, I don't like. I, I'm not privy to their grade there sure. uh, on those guys, but I'm guessing that there's enough depth where. You know, there are eight really good ones. So, top of the second round is going to be somebody really good. You know, and you're seeing, I mean, think about all the great day two picks recently.
0: Elijah Moore
1: the second round. Yeah, but A.J. Brown, uh, D.K. Metcalf, Justin Jefferson was the end of the first, but, you know, close enough. You know, Debo Samuel, there are plenty more I'm forgetting. Like, you can get really good guys day two in the draft. So, they know that, and they they probably won't overstretch as a result.
0: You you talk to people throughout the league. You're well-connected. What did people make of Zach Wilson through year one? And from your eyes, what do you think he's got to do now to take a little bit of step and show that progress yeah. that he wants to see? Yeah, I
1: talked to a few coaches that kind of watched him
0: and, or played against him, and you know, like
1: they uh, thought he got better late in the year. Um, just, I think making the layups is just an issue. Like he's that, that's going to be the focus year two. They're going to scheme him up some good throws, Mm -hmm. um, some easy, some easy six yard plays. You got to take them. You got to hit them. Uh, well, if he can figure that out, I think he's going to be really good. Uh, but that's sort of the sense. If you can't, you know, process that or figure that out in real time in year two, you're going to have issues. So, uh, you know, they're banking on that. Um, you know, well-intentioned kid works hard. Like I think he'll be fine there. I shouldn't say kid, he's you know, an adult, but um you know, but as far as the he he did it, it sounded like they streamlined the offense a little bit and got him comfortable late in the year and he he did show
0: improvement. What do you think about what's happening here in the AFC at the quarterback position? We mentioned the Bills before you got Josh. Allen. Yeah. You got Deshaun Watson who gets traded to Cleveland. You got Lamar Jackson who everybody I know you're probably watching his contract watch uh, if all these guys are making big time money what's lamar going to get joey burrow leads the cincinnati yeah. Bengals to the super bowl you got patrick mahomes and it's an arms race there in the yeah. afc west justin herbert russell wilson enters Derek carr is always underrated for my eyes you got matt ryan who joins the indianapolis colts you got a couple young guys the jets are expecting a lot from zach wilson and yeah. trevor lawrence there in jacksonville and miami's surrounding to a with a lot of talent yeah, yeah it's, I, if you think about like the teams that aren't like, there are probably, what,
1: 12 to 13 teams that you could put in the playoffs right now or project to be in the playoffs so you feel comfortable about. Yeah. Like, I can make an argument that teams team should be in the playoffs. There are only 16 teams in the whole conference, and it's <laughs> at least 13 of them. Uh, and then if you get a wild card like the Jets or somebody, you know, some of those teams you might leave out have top quarterback picks, like a Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, um, you know, to, a, to an extent. You know, Davis Mills in Houston, maybe that's the only combo you would say, okay, they're probably not going to make the playoffs, and they don't have, like, a top passer. Um you know, but it's it's uh it's going to be very unpredictable as far as like which seven get in, um because you have to leave somebody out who's really good and has a good quarterback. You know, and that that's going to be inevitable. And it's like, who do you leave out? You know, the Raiders. I mean, the Titans. Like those teams won ten or more games last. Yeah, year. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. I
0: didn't even mention him. Yeah. He puts up the numbers. Yeah, so I know people weren't happy with his playoff performance, but they're there every year. Yeah. They're able. It'll be the Wild West this year for sure. Uh, so what do you want to see from the Jets as far as the draft is concerned, though?
1: So, you know, I think that, you know, I, I, I don't like to look at the draft strictly from a needs-based right. basis, you know. You have to just fill five needs with your first five picks. Um, But it's, it's pretty clear they've been looking for edge rush help and, and looked pretty hard uh in March. And, you know, receiver, they've been looking around, could be a trade there. I think, you know, those two spots, if you can get, like, a difference maker, um, it's going to go a long way. You know, in corner, I mean, those are really the three. um I think you know they got Jordan Whitehead at safety. I think they'll be pretty set there. so uh, it's yeah, I think that at least you you don't necessarily have to draft in that order to fill those three needs, but you got to come out of the draft with some impact at those spots because they're just they're three crucial positions. How much
0: would a healthy Carl Lawson change the dynamic here?
1: I think so. I think so. um it, it's hard to know what to expect when a guy's out for the year, you just don't know um you know with the money involved too, like are they going to commit to him year two? I mean certainly I know they were very excited about him. Uh, before the injury so uh i'm i'm assuming the feeling has not changed you know right Uh, but you got to kind of see him bounce back and see how he's moving around and that's always a delicate process in the nfl if it comes summertime guy's not looking right like do you move on so i I don't know but i I think uh yeah certainly he'll he'll bring he would bring an element they just didn't have last year you didn't get any
0: time off coming up after this i hope so or or post draft
1: yeah a little bit I, i try to find pockets of time you know um the I could finally take a, a breath after a free agency, you know. I think this is the weekend and last weekend and today are like first time you can kind of exhale a little bit, you know. So that's I'll take that. And but, this is kind of a vacation here. What so. this
0: had to be the wildest
1: free agency of your career, right? Yes, and no. I mean, from a trade standpoint, yes. yes. Um, I didn't think the money was that outrageous. I mean, there's still a lot of good players that haven't been signed, you know, right? Uh, Bobby Wagner, Tyron Matthews, Stephon Gilmore. Now they're all older, so that's probably why, but um, there's still a lot of talent out there. Uh, what do people uh, tell you about Salah? So, no, I mean, I, you know, I, I hear great things. Um, it, it's, you know, one of the things we have to kind of just prove it, right? Um, you know, the, the wins will show up. But, uh, you know, it was a defense that was competitive. And I, I thought, like, when they had kind of those clunker games, they responded pretty well. You yeah. know, I think that was telling. Um, so I think he's got a good pulse
0: in the locker room. Uh, it's just all a matter of putting it together. Well, we appreciate your time. We typically catch up at the league meetings, so it's been a couple years. It's great seeing you.
2: Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate you guys having me. WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at WinBet.com must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117.
0: We're presented by WinBet Betting as a team sport, bet together at WinBet. We are now joined by Jason Lock and Fora of CBS Sports. We got a new overtime rule approved here <laughs> in the too. National Football League. Yeah, What is it and what's your take?
3: yeah so it's a little bit of a surprise it's something that wasn't formally on the table when everyone arrived here uh in west palm it's a a bit of a tweak of a proposal um, that was put forth that each team should be able to possess the ball now that was originally suggested um across the board as this is what overtime should be it should be egalitarian everybody gets a chance to possess the ball well that has been implemented but only for the postseason right So it's a little sort of different. Um, Basically the time element of this won't matter in terms of the clock. If the second team is possessing the ball and times expiring the way it was just explained to us by Rich McKay and Troy Vincent from the competition committee is that team will be able to sort of have, you know, their, their full possession um, until they either get stopped or scored. Uh, After each team possesses the ball, we then go to sudden death. And Look, it's a small sample size, I guess, going back since the, to 2010 when they changed these playoff rules. Um, there were, uh, of 10 instances where a team won the flip, seven of those, the other team never touched the ball. So the league would claim this isn't just about the most recent element of this that we've seen, which is that, that epic Chiefs-Bills game. They would say that it's not a huge sample size, but it's the only sample size they have. And that when your entire season is on the line and, and people's you know jobs are even more on the line, that let's do a different standard for the postseason than the regular season. It was clear they were not going to get the 24 votes for the original proposal. They obviously ended up getting, uh, uh, I believe, 29 yeah. when they amended it just for the postseason.
0: What do you think of what Tomlin said the other day? Mike Tomlin, long-time Pittsburgh hey, Steelers head coach said, I'm in favor of sudden, sudden death. death. Yeah, yeah,
3: sudden death and up. Football's football. Yeah. We, we you know, you get the coin flip and you you either win on offense or you win on defense and enough's enough. Look, there clearly were a lot of people who felt something close to that because this was not going to pass for the regular season and overtime. This was not going to go in as a, a new across-the-board um, sort of strata it's now, again, limited just to the playoffs where I get it. The stakes are a little higher. It's do or die. If you lose, you go home. So it's not the same as week four and you still have, you know, 12 more, 13 more games right. to play. The, I mean, it's only been less than an hour since it, it was announced. So I'm still kind of marinating on it. And what does it mean? Yeah, I, I don't think I mind it. I wonder if teams will be inclined to do what we've seen become sort of par for the course at the start of games, would they still be willing to decline thinking, well, if we hold them to a field goal, you know what I mean? We know exactly what we need. If we get the stop, we know we can win with a field goal. Of course, this isn't 60 minutes of football to be played. There isn't a halftime where you're playing for a score at the end of the first half and then get the ball to start the second half, right? There's no element of that in this. Um, But I do wonder how the game theory will play out. We're at a point in time where teams are more aggressive than ever in terms of fourth down conversions uh, attempts in terms of two point conversion attempts. So I I wonder if the team that gets the ball first decides to go for two to push the envelope with the other team. Um, It's another brave new horizon for the NFL, but they did note in there, uh, it was Troy Vincent in particular, that. They did look at the viewership numbers of these overtime games and how much they spiked. And it's like, yeah. well, let's give the fans what they want. What they want. Let's mm-hmm. give the broadcast partners what they want. Let's give the sponsors and the advertisers what they want, which is more Mahomes versus more Josh, Josh
0: Allen. Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen didn't have an opportunity with the ball. Yeah. i am kind of old school thinking of, yeah. Hey, you got to leave with 13 seconds left. That game goes back and forth. Yeah. You, you could have stopped them. Till right, you it wasn't all...
3: just decided in overtime. Yeah. It was all the sequences of 80 or whatever, 85 plays that led to the extra period in the first place. It, it is what it is. Uh, so let's talk about the Jets. So mm-hmm. what do you make of their
0: offseason to date? A, a lot of good value, I think, yeah. at free agency. Robert Sala has stressed character. And, and, and it's a group who has a lot of postseason experience
3: yeah. while still being young. Yeah, I, I, I I'll say, like, I certainly... Like let's compare them to another rebuilding team that spent some money, the Jags. I, I I think that this was sort of a more prudent, um, maybe more measured approach. Uh it, it won't maybe make the splash of those right. guys, but I think it, it makes sense in the context of where they are. And I think it also makes context in terms of the draft capital that they have versus some other teams. Um, you know, addressing the offensive line had to be done to some degree. It was. Um, they're going to continue to have to add playmakers on defense. And I I think you'll you'll probably see a a lean into that in the draft. Uh, But no, I I mean, it's tough when you're chasing that many teams. Yeah. And it's really tough when you you look at what, you know, the Chargers and Miami, right, and the Raiders, teams we might have said Denver were on the periphery of AFC contention, right? We're probably closer to the Jets than the Chiefs. Right. Three months ago, two months ago, a month ago. If we're talking about those teams, we're probably talking them closer to a, a, a clump like the Jets mm. than we are the elite of the elite. Now, I don't know. It, well, now, it's been, now it, I don't know. To your point, it's been an interesting
0: spring because you definitely say the Jets have improved. Yes. But you can look across the AFC and say a lot of teams have improved.
3: Yeah, I mean, so it's just there's such a paradigm shift. The pendulum is so decidedly AFC centric when it comes to who's making power moves, who's adding um, top and blue chip players at vital positions. I-, I don't. I've never seen anything quite like it. Um, so it- it's almost like if you're treading water or getting incrementally better in the short term, you're falling behind. Now the Jets' plan is not. <laughs> they're they're not where we've seen the bucks and the Rams and you know, now right. you could add, you know, whatever, uh, well, Miami, you're not, not going to be in the Von
0: uh, Miller sweepstakes right. or something like that, that final piece, but speaking as high profile guys, who are going to get paid a lot of money. Tyreek kill. Jed's made a play there. Huh? Yes.
3: Yeah. And that's a guy who's still young enough with enough upside at a, at a position of some significant need. And to add uh, someone like that for your young quarterback, would obviously be huge. Now, was that a fair fight? No, because you look at where the Dolphins are right now, and they're also adding one of the best left tackles in football. Mm. It's no state tax. It's Miami. I, I just think you would have had a really you, – you, if the Jets win that negotiation – it probably requires them to do something like what we saw the Jaguars do for a lesser player in right. Christian Kirk, right? And I don't know that that's where the Jets are right now, especially given this is, looks like a really good receiver draft and the, the Jets are not dealing from a position of no strength when it comes to being able to manipulate up and down the board because of the extra picks. So I understand them trying something like that. I also understand why ultimately the player... Went elsewhere and why, you know, there was a a, a a limit to which, okay, that that makes sense for us, but X, Y, and Z over top of that probably don't. Right, you make a play
0: there. Uh, he would have been very helpful for a young quarterback. Guy's a game changer. With that being said, I think it also sends a message that, hey, listen, if we can get a guy who's young, we are willing to. It was going to make an impact on our team we will make that play and we will pay that person as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, look, this is a big market team that, uh, you know, I, I don't have to tell Gents fans how long they've kind of been suffering through this whole process. Uh, yeah. So there, there's a, certainly a time and place to do that. And, and if this draft is as robust for them, as I think it could be, then I, I think a year from now, you, you're maybe mm. feeling a little more comfortable about, okay, if we do have to win two or three all out bidding wars, I get it because we, we have enough of a nucleus here now that we know there's enough there there in terms of our last couple drafts. I think you look at their talent right now um, without knowing how all these holes are going to be filled or how some of these kids are going to look once you actually get out there, you know, and start playing the 2022 season. I, I, I think their approach, which I think was a little more prudent than some others, makes sense.
2: WinBet is now live in New Jersey and they're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Risk-free, $500 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and condition at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 270 7117
0: You think this can be a robust draft for the Jets? Can you talk about the 2022 draft class as a whole and where the Jets are at with the four and ten selections? Yeah, uh, four in the top 38.
3: Well, I mean, I, I think you look at pass rush, you look at receiver. Um, there's a lot of good things there, and it's it's not just who's going to go best to breed in the first five, six, eight picks. I, I, th- there's going to be some depth there. Uh, I think, you know, you look at tight end. I don't know that too many of them deserve to necessarily go in the top 20. But when we get to day two, I think you're going to see them go all over the place. And there's going to be a lot of kids with a skill set where they can come in and immediately help your football team. Running back, you know, is another position. I I think there's depth throughout the process. Um, You know, defensive backs. I, I think it's a good year to be in the Jets position. And not feel like you need a quarterback to not feel yeah. like you have to force anything because the strengths of this draft and the needs of that football team, I think will align themselves in a bunch of spots where maybe there's even a trade down possibility. That's what I was going to ask you. When not, you're talking you know about- what I mean? Like there could be a, there could be a lot of different sort of sweet spots in this draft where it's like, man, there's four kids here, three kids here who we feel really good about and they all play different positions. Like, can we, you know, because we're not a position group away, we're not a player away can we find value in continuing to massage this board? Where
0: are these quarterbacks going to go? I, I, I know at least I,
3: four are going to go in the first round. Like yeah? I'm convinced of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm Any thoroughly convinced that yeah, I think absolutely positive. That's absolutely a possibility. Okay. And again, that obviously slides players down to the Jets. So, I mean, you're, if you're a Jets fan, you want to see as many of them go. Well, as I'm, high I'm, as possible. I'm
0: wondering if people are going to target that 10 selection to get a quarterback.
3: That could be a sweet spot for a trade as well. Uh, I, I, I think Carolina is a team you have to keep your eye on. I think Atlanta is a team you have to keep your eye on. I don't know that Seattle would take a quarterback there, and I still think they might end up with Baker Mayfield or mm, something like that and yeah. then go day two. There will be teams on the in the middle, in the in the teens, New Orleans, um, teams in the early 20s, Pittsburgh. Could Pittsburgh drop back, get some capital, still get a fifth-year option on, you know, Ritter or Willis? I, I can't tell you the order they're going to go know. in yet. I don't think anybody knows, but – uh, there's enough of them who are quitting themselves well enough and there is enough need out there. And we've seen, if anything, this offseason, the premium on quarterbacks in terms of uh, second contracts and third contracts and what it's going to cost. Uh, that knowing we've got five years of cost certainty with these guys before we have there, or at least three years before we start going to war with their agent about what the next thing looks like. That's, a lot of, that's going to appeal to a lot of these owners a lot more than Oh, when we sign this quarterback, we have to go put a hundred and eighty million dollar check in an escrow account to offset all his future guarantees right. that we have now put on the table for him. So I think those factors will work in the Jets favor.
0: You talked about premium at quarterbacks. Are we seeing a seismic seismic shift in the National Football League in terms of receivers when we see the Hill deal? And and 30 million, and Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. And I think his annual, what is around 28 now? Yeah. And
3: even the, the, both those deals, I think when you strip them down to their core in the first two to three years, the the APY is more reasonable. But regardless, we're, we're well north of 20 now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. And I think, you know, Aaron Donald, whatever that restructure looks like, it's, it's going to be massive. Uh, I think there'll be a carryover effect. And as we see these quarterbacks pushing, 50 mm. a year and and Rogers is already there, then I think that you're going to see elite pass rushers pushing towards 40. And you we're starting to see where the receivers go. Well, guess what? The corners are going to, you know what I mean? That, yeah. that Jalen Ramsey deal, it's it starting to look like a bargain. So, yeah, I, I think the NFL, th- this Deshaun Watson thing is a complete and utter game changer. Like, I, I, we're now, I think, on the precipice of having with much greater regularity NFL contracts that more closely resemble ML MLB contracts or NBA contracts mm, than ever before—the guaranteed before. money, the full guaranteed money, the no trade clause, um, and the length being, um, in many cases, when you're getting all that shorter, let me get another bite at the apple quicker. Let me do what Kirk cousins has done. It's gonna so make so a once it happens to for happen. quarterbacks and we've seen it with receivers, it's, it's, it's a new, it's a new brave new world. What do you think about uh, the quarterback the Jets have, uh,
0: Zach Wilson, approaching year two? Uh, we've heard a lot of positive reports here as far as this off is concerned. Working out with Corey Davis in Tennessee, then moving further south here to Florida, working out with Barrios, Elijah Moore, and the like.
3: Yeah, look, I I think this will I won't say be a defining year for him, but I, I think this time next year we'll be able to talk in a lot more cert with a lot more certainty about strengths weaknesses. Where he is, how much further he needs to go, how much further he can go. I, I think he'll have. I don't know, really, know what to draw from last year. Sure. You know, it's just the the, the ever changing cast and the Mike White thing for a hot second, and you know his availability, and you just kind of throw all that in a hopper, and I I, I don't know how many you know how many long term projections you can base off of that, sure. but with the offensive line seemingly going to be better and, and maybe considerably better if Becton comes back and he's what he was, given what they've already you know added there. Uh, I think they'll be able to be a little more balanced. so and, and, and obviously, again, there'll be a playmaker or two for him coming in this sure. draft, even yeah. if it skews maybe defense overall. So, yeah, I, I think we'll be able to start evaluating him with more certainty in regards to him and Mac Jones, him and Trevor Lawrence. You know what I mean? Yeah. All, all those things, I think, be a more level playing field.
0: The AFC, the landscape with the quarterbacks, huh? Have you ever seen anything no. like it?
3: No, no. So
0: no. You go up and down the divisions and say, "Yeah, you know, oh, he's elite. He's elite. At, at the very least, he's very good.
3: Oh, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it before. Um, It's fascinating. And then the other conference is the opposite. It's It's quirky. I I don't know, but I I guess it just keeps happening because the stakes have been raised much more in one conference than the other. So I think you're going to see the, the sort of all in and the going for it. You know, if you're a middling team in the NFC, you're like, well, I don't need to do that right now in the AFC. It's like, Go big or go home. Yeah. It's going to be interesting yeah. to watch
0: these passes. Not only Wilson, but you mentioned Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville because they're obviously trying to surround him with more yeah. pieces Right. Well. He's
3: got a real coach now. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you got to throw out. That thing was a joke last year. Yeah. So, I think, it, you know, a year from now, you kind of can start to see, all right, who's separating? Who's who? What does the floor look like for him? What does the ceiling look like for him? Yeah. We're talking about both of these guys.
0: Like, hey. Those guys are in the good group too, and, and, and here's a floor for them. But they could continue to get better and better. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and
3: and <laughs> whoever they're playing with, the other when they're playing interconference games, the the guy in the other huddle's probably pretty good. So yeah, I mean, there'll be plenty of measuring sticks.
0: I just wanted to ask you before we let you go, and we appreciate your time. Uh, what do you think about that dynamic of Joe Douglas and Robert Sala? I consider this their first true off season together.
3: Yeah, no, I do as well. And I think now that they've been aligned for a while, uh, this, again, this upcoming draft and, and this, I mean, it's almost basically over this least The first couple of waves of free agency are more or less over the, the huge transaction period of time. Um, yeah, I I think now is moving forward is when you can start to kind of take stock of, okay, what's working, what's not working, um, when you're constantly kind of digging out of one thing or one guy's been here two years and the other guy's been here five minutes, it, it, it's, it's really, you don't, you don't have a working relationship it, until you're working together. Yeah. So we, we, you know, we're, we're now getting enough of a sample size that I think um, that, that will, that tale will be told in the next couple of seasons.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a fun couple seasons, but for the Jets, huge opportunity coming up with this draft and if you can repeat the kind of success you had the early indicators that 2021 draft class has a chance to be at the floor good at the ceiling Mm -hmm. if Wilson really develops could be spectacular we'll have to see what happens that's how you build a foundation you need another class like that in 22
3: yeah they'll see if they can start stacking them but uh they're, they're gonna have they're gonna have plenty of bites at the apple
0: Hey, uh, great catching up! Uh, thanks for staying out here in the sun. But since we're both up there in the oh, Northeast, oh no, I'll take this. Bad. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, no, we'll you won't hear it. me complain. All right, thanks, Jason. Thank you.